0: attention pokemon players you are listening to triple p the pittsburgh pokemon podcast on today's episode jake gets burned chuck records the last episode in pa team challenges are filled up and we are going to Indy. chuck how are we doing today my friends i am doing great it's another great podcasting day always exciting right I know you've had a busy week packing, and I kind of alluded to it. This is your last episode recording in Pennsylvania. You're still going to be part of the podcast and you're weekly with us, um, but no longer in the state of Pennsylvania, the city of Pittsburgh. So it's no longer going to tactically be the triple P. Uh, You can't take the Pittsburgh out of the guy. No, Exactly. You're a yinzer. Once a yinzer, always a yinzer. So. I will always be a yinzer.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it is going to be my, I mean, you're not going to hopefully not miss me at any, like, well, I won't be missing from the podcast, but uh, I do. Uh, we'll be having a kind of temporary setup for a couple weeks until my moving situation is completely finalized because that has been the biggest headache Oh, I ever, I've ever, ever had just right. buying a house
0: is a pain in the butt. <laughs> well, buying a house and then buying a house outside of the state and then having to move all that fun stuff. Yeah. You've been telling a, a lot of it off the air or off the podcast. Uh, just it's a, it does seem like a nightmare. But I'm really yeah. happy for you and and your fiance and, you know, the life you guys are going to start uh, and you're still not that far away. So we can definitely hang out, uh, maybe okay. not weekly, um, but <laughs> we can definitely still see each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's. A, I'm not going to be too far away, and uh, definitely for the first little while, I'm going to be back here a lot for the weekends. So uh, I don't. I don't plan on missing any of the fun, big stuff like pre-releases and and and, and events going on. So uh, it's not too far away that it's not a an easy weekend drive to do something fun. Right.
0: So no, I, I'm again sad but happy. I'm not. I'm not dealing with it the best because you're like my best friend in pa and you're moving and it's emotionally hurts but i understand and i am happy for you um, but we'll move on um, i'm i'm i am i
1: mean it's bittersweet for me too so uh but i just know that i'm gonna come back and sleep
0: on your couch every now and then <laughs> well yeah definitely <laughs> well on that note again a little bit of a tangent um since you're moving and next week you're going to be recording from your house uh in ohio um you're we're carpooling together to indy and yeah. i will be kind of fitting where i will be the one driving you outside of um outside yeah. of the state of pennsylvania for the last time as a um, resident of pa
1: yeah yeah that's the the fun thing don't don't tell my work but uh you are gonna drive me out uh, into uh, to Indy for the regional, and then uh, I won't come back to PA after that. So after we leave Indianapolis, I'll be going right to my in-laws' house after uh, after the regional, which then I have to report for work at my new station on Monday. So right,
0: <laughs> it's just great. You have a crazy schedule coming up. Yeah, uh, but what I alluded to uh, in the intro, I got burned. It wasn't anything to do with Pokemon um actually had a really good day uh, or w- week of testing and we'll get into that a little bit later um but my you know it's finally starting to you know clear up heat up uh, have some decent weather out there and you know my son's in hockey uh deck mm-hmm. hockey soccer and then ice hockey as well but this weekend he had soccer um and we went out and it was slightly overcast and it wasn't even that hot and i'm like ah, i got this it was only like an hour or so um and i didn't bring a hat outside and i i think because the weekend was so weird i i know we went out to the dog park and i did put sunscreen on then but i think my days got jumbled in my head or the sunscreen just wore off and the top of my head and i'm going to take my headphones off is burnt to crisp uh i do warn everybody where i'm going to show on this look at how red i don't show my that little oh my gosh it hurts so bad i'm sure look at that i don't
1: I don't know how you're out. wearing a hat. You can
0: see the white. <laughs> you can see you can see how red it is. I am a tomato. it hurts. Sleeping's been painful for the last couple of days um, even with minimal moving. Uh, <laughs> so, how do you how do you wear the hat? Um, it doesn't hurt once it's settled and plus okay. I don't also I, I'm looking out for a chat and everybody that's hanging out with us because regardless, I don't want my, my shiny dome to like reflect and like blind anybody. Um, so that's, I'm just taking one for the team right now um, <laughs> with the hat. Um, but really, honestly, it doesn't hurt unless like I move. So if I'm on the pillow and I move like that, that touching it that way, it hurts. Like, I guess if I adjust the hat a little bit, it would hurt, but um, yeah, it, it, it hopefully it clears up by the indie time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That would, uh, <laughs> that would be an added level of, uh,
1: kind yeah, of like dis- like distraction right uh, to your day
0: yeah i mean i know we don't usually talk or uh to rechat chat during the middle of, of of the podcast but uh chat definitely giving me a hard time here uh, steven <laughs> saying uh santa called <laughs> your head can replace rudolph uh this year <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's fitting that you said santa called because my birthday is christmas day um so i mean i guess Like very early, like that looks like looks like you're going to be working this year. I am going to be working on my birthday. I swore never to work on my birthday, but I guess this year that will be an exception.
1: All right, yeah. What do what do we got on tap for today then?
0: Um, so on tap today we've got um, team challenges are set. Every store, um, you know, all our teams got filled up. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We've got our normal. Uh, beginning of the show, Stig, with um, all our random card madness, trivia, meta talk, um, news, there are a couple things, news items, and then I think the big talk to- topic of this week, is, it's Indie Week, so we're going to be talking a lot about Indianapolis, um, mm-hmm. from what decks we're going to play, what we expect to see, um, you know, what we think is going to win the event, and in so on and so forth. And there's plenty of things to talk. And then depending on the time frame, uh, we'll, we'll have chat and we'll do some chat uh, questions as well um, going into, you know, Indie Week. So um, let's start off, though, and talk about our teams. I know we had a challenge uh, between one another. Uh, whoever's team went further, um, yeah. the other one would get punished. Um, so now that the teams are set, how do you feel about your team? I, I feel know good. Yeah. I mean, uh, this,
1: this weekend was a fun flurry of team challenges. Let right, me tell you. Right. There definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think all three of our local stores were like, we need to finish this this weekend. Um,
0: Cause last weekend was not a good hit for everybody. No, so, uh, no, I know. I, I don't know what. Heroes Inc. got as far as like total, but I know the vault and sports car junction each had a healthy number. I think. That they were both like six or seven um, well, on both of them, right?
1: No, the vault. The vault uh, struggled to get four. Mm-hmm. Um, the heroes we managed eight. Um, we pulled in a good crowd because that's right. the one I ran, uh, and then uh, but and then that SCJ pulled in a good amount on Sunday. So right. we both we both uh, Sports Car Junction and, and and the heroes ran on Sat on Sunday, and the vault was on Saturday night. Well, right. Saturday early evening. So that was where we, um, we didn't get, I think we finished with four per se. uh, That's that's where I got my final teammate in Dez. No, I mean, that is a solid teammate. Um, Yeah. We were, we were teammates last season on heroes. So uh, there's good, good chemistry there already. So I'm excited to have him on as a teammate along with the two newcomers from the vault in um, Nick and David, I believe. Right? David, yes. Yep. Um, as I can I'm, – I'm already starting out to be a bad teammate because I cannot remember <laughs> their names. But they're just uh, newer players, and it was good to see that they qualified uh, Right. in, in general. Um, so we're excited to see where they go from there because, uh, like I said, David's a newer player, but he's catching on quick, and he's playing – I mean, he – and he's, uh, you know, he's catching on with, like, the – top meta decks and things like playing the meta and then uh nick is he plays some more roguish decks but he plays them well
2: because he
1: qualified in i think it was like an eight or nine person qualifier and he won it with togekiss there we go
0: i mean that's um, depending on what the meta looked at the time that's a sneaky good pick
1: yeah it was a sneaky pick uh and he piloted it well and and, i mean all of them you basically uh, i don't think we had that many actual top cuts Right. Um but I mean if you
0: don't actually get the top cut then you still you have to go basically undefeated. So Right. It is a hard task to go um 3-0. you know, with one b- bad turn um yeah. that could really just ruin your day. Like a bad starting hand could really just ruin the tournament. Um but I'm super pumped. Um yeah. sports How company, you your team. I I mean locally um as far as all the locals I know, I, my team is stacked. Um, I, we're coming for you, Chuck. Um, I love my team. Um, You know, obviously, you know, we've got myself and Adam. uh, They've been the first two that were there. Um, Obviously, random dude is one of our better local players. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Samantha, an awesome community, uh, an awesome player in her own right. Um, And she just took down that tournament like it was like no business there. Um, And then last week, um, Colton taking that last spot again, our three-time champion right three-time uh, champion he's our three-time yeah, yeah so uh league champion for our our discord league i, I
1: couldn't think uh, he's of been a better fourth on, person on the team than a three-time champ he's been on both team challenge teams at heroes that we had last year. right because heroes was the only ones that's been on that's been in all three right team challenges but he's been on all three teams right um and adam was on last year so yeah, I mean, you two first you, year. Yeah, I was on the first. So I was just like looking and I was like, wow, you have
0: a lot of veterancy in, <laughs> in the team challenge on your team. Right. So I was like, you know, I, I couldn't like... have asked for a better team. Obviously, I love our whole community. But you know, those three, um, you know, already were in a in a in a Facebook Messenger chat, kind of mm-hmm. already strategizing what we want to kind of do um and going from there so we're taking you down chuck and you will be the one getting punished and i think since I, we're not going to be able to play in a tournament we got to do something like pickle juice for you bud like <laughs> I, d- down a take, whole jar of pickle juice <laughs> i'm going to
1: take it to the bank until you've passed me but i am the farther i am the higher placing team challenge team challenger at the moment okay well
0: then if you're going to bring that so. up i've got to have a little bit of a <laughs> uh, of a flex here um a uh, fun fact for this season and I didn't know this until this week um the sports car junction tournament number 1 to start off the whole season right that yep. was the biggest qualifier in the state of Pennsylvania this year and oh, I, nice. and I won it <laughs> yeah well I I won the vaults which was uh, not not was very big. large <laughs>
1: <laughs> and but this is the thing so now we've all won shaman mats and we all know the second stage of getting mats is gengar mats right. i believe and i have the man on my team that is most motivated to get a gengar <laughs> to mat. get a gengar i so mean Dez we can still both blind. get
0: gengar we will still be further than you <laughs> yeah we i know mean, that the des des I mean, is I, mr Dez gengar, gengar. Uh, we're not yeah. holding him down so yeah, no i mean i i do hope that you guys go far uh you know joking aside Um, I want nothing but success for the three local teams. Um, And hopefully we all meet very, very deep into uh, that run. And then maybe even take some of those Oregon folks on and, and take out Gumi's team. (laughs) I mean, well, and we've been talking about our two teams, which we, we,
1: uh, we both have been on heroes team, but uh, I want to just point out because I'll be helping heroes run their actual events for the playoffs. I just, I'm excited to see where their team can go because they got four good rookies on, like, to the team challenge. Not right, rookies, right, Pokemon, but um, they've got four good players on their team that I'm, I'm excited to see where they take it. I know for
0: sure. what we got, we've got um, Jared, which is he's been coming on huge lately. Um, yeah. I know he was, you know, since this new set came out, uh, and he's not even playing like Arceus, like straight meta. Like he's just playing some really um fun decks that are unexpected and really taking our locals by storm um i know uh joe also by 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 the book um also is on the team i know he's a super solid player um loves yeah. to run some of those um those fun interesting decks that most people don't expect so i'm sure he'll catch a lot of people off guard and I'm, I'm forgetting who won the other two do you remember the other so, two there's nate nate won the first one okay
1: oh that's right how could i forget? He's nate? come back to pokemon recently I... and he. Yeah. He also, he likes to play a little Spice sometimes, yeah, but he, he, does. Can, he does. He he rocks the meta, too. So it's Also a,
0: a Dragapult lover like myself. I know he yeah. loves that deck. So
1: And then uh, the last spot was taken by Joe um, Perez. So he's got, they've got two Joes
0: on their team. Right. Kind of that. Joe well, which, Perez also on on the trip to Indy with us. So yeah, he'll be uh, he'll another be solid with, player.
1: I can't remember if he was in Team Challenge or not last before with a different store or not, but He's now hooked on with Heroes this time. Um, I think he said it was the first time, but I'm not 100% sure on that.
0: Yeah. So we maybe we need to have a, a friendly three-way bet with uh, with Heroes as well to see which team goes the furthest.
1: Yeah, we we may have to. We might have yeah. to, like... I don't know. We only have three teams, so it's really hard to do like a little. Well, again, I mean, who can beat who? who Well, it's not going to be It's
0: going to be just who goes further in the tournament and then then this uh, head to head the the tiebreaker. Okay, there we go. That's an idea. All right. Well, I guess that's enough about uh, the team challenge. I'm excited. Again, a very good um, team bonding experience. And we're just going to go on from there. Um, and hopefully rep the state of Pennsylvania. But we have some start of the start of the show shenanigans to do. Um, let's jump into some trivia. It's, it's time for trivia, trivia, trivia. All right. I, I actually need to load up my trivia question. So if you have yours ready, you I, can I do. start. I do. And I, I kind of showed uh, chat what card I was going to do uh, but beforehand um, early in the stream. Uh, so hopefully you weren't on to... Um, steal this one. But this I, is um standard. Like, I, I was not so yes. So this is a standard legal card per the usage, Um, and this is name that Pokemon this ability belongs to Thunderous Awakening. Oh, that's Jolteon. Yeah, I knew it was I knew you were gonna get that one, but it, it was like I have to. It, it's just a sweet looking card.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's the a- and that was easy because it's yes. been picked, ticked up in play
0: recently. So well, that, are... I picked it because it was supposed to break EYC and it did not. <laughs> <laughs> this card is such potential, but it is garbage. <laughs> Sorry, anybody that likes this card.
1: <laughs> I mean, it just sits in in certain decks. It, it might it actually work. find a
0: spot, but the only deck that I've seen that makes sense because memory capsule goes in it. Is the um, the the Gyarados deck right? Uh, because mm-hmm. Gyarados wants the the um, memory capsule, so that's the only deck that sees like I see it potentially going in. Anything else, I just don't see a use for it. It just extra cards that are wasted.
1: Yeah, it just takes. It, it's just uh, I think by the time you get it used, to, like up and where you need it. Well, the thing is in the memory, the memory capsule. Right. like is the is the killer so by the time you get it up and what you what you want to do
0: you, it's done it's past its purpose right i feel like <laughs> yeah exactly all right well i gave you an easy one this week um i guess as a farewell gift uh gift yeah well I, I don't know i had a pokemon
1: i wanted to do um this week i don't know if it's going to be easy or not but um so uh this one uh we're gonna give you obviously the little blurb in Pokemon Co. about um
0: the description entry. of this.
1: Yeah, the Pokedex entry. So um, this one it says it wields the most compelling hypnotic powers of any Pokemon and it forces others to do whatever it wants. Drowsy. No. Dang it. I was trying to go as fast as you did. Uh <laughs> this- this is also known as the overturning Pokemon. Bro, I don't know what that's
0: supposed to mean. Hypno. So maybe was it what's his what's drowsy's evolution? Is it hypnode? Is it hypnode? You're in the right type of Pokemon. Well, yeah. Going down the wrong street. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just I, I've already guessed twice. So strike one, strike two, um, so I'm, I'm out. I went with Malamar. Uh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yep it was malamar
1: <laughs> just because uh he's a hot one in the meta and uh maybe it uh, might be a topic we might bring up later about who might, might be playing something so
0: right mm-hmm. interesting we'll see yeah all right well with that let's go into random card madness
1: all right yes as always uh random card madness is fun and thanks to our chat today giving us the rebel clash set to go over So, that set has 192 different cards, and I only drew the random number of 17, so we don't have to go that deep into the book. Uh, 17 gives us a V Pokemon to talk about, and that V Pokemon is Rillaboom V, 220 HP Grass Pokemon with two attacks. Uh, One Grass Energy attack for Forest Feast. You search your deck for up to two basic... grass energy and put them onto your bench or no grass pokemon not energy pokemon two basic right. grass pokemon and put them onto your bench then shuffle your deck and then for uh three grass and a colorless so four energy you have wood hammer it's 220 damage and this pokemon also does 30 damage to itself
0: unfortunately this card is binder it, it was binder when it came out and it never saw play Um, because when it first came out, Welder was still a thing. So you saw all those Resizar decks, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just destroy grass that never had a chance. Um, And then even after rotation, it just, you know, Zacian was a thing. And now, you know, we started getting into the world of like Shadow Rider Calyrax, Ice Rider Calyrax, Mew. Now all, you know, the Arceus variants Um, and Rillaboom just never quite did the trick um i i do like his attack where he can get grass pokemon out to set up the start to maybe even get like the baby rillabooms out there um and then his v max was very serviceable with the hits but again it was just a little too clunky um so i think unfortunately for rillaboom his time came and went with no real relevance in the meta
1: yep um now we usually talk about these in terms of, well, you, this is the one you'll use to, least use to evolve to uh, a V-Max or whatnot. Right. I think he's actually, this one is actually even outclassed by the later Fusion Strike Rillaboom V that has at least going for it, maybe not as interesting as attacks, but it has the Rapid Strike tagging, which makes those high energy attacks that it has of 4 energy a little easier to pull off because you can use Rapid Strike energy. Right. so neither one of them i think you want to attack with you you would want to use to get to the v max both uh the v is are where rillaboom is a little bit better but right um even those are a little lackluster and i think this v is actually the lesser of the two so i, I agree on bulk unfortunately i like Willit Rilla rillaboom
0: i like the idea of um, hashtag Grookey gang i mean that's the best starter in that generation yeah. right
1: <laughs> uh I, I i love the drumming and the whole idea behind that and i feel like he just got the short end of the stick on some attacks <laughs> um, he has a stick yeah i mean <laughs> his his best thing is his single prize pokemon with his his voltage
0: beat right uh, that's, that's where he claimed and it. shout out to the metal evolution thowaki the best name for a pokemon right so wacky <laughs> yeah <laughs> All oh. right, so that was
1: our Random Card Madness for the day. Uh, another uh, good discussion, I think. And um, we will then move into uh, the new uh, a new Turtwig Talk in the Meta and giving us a breakdown of what's going on.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to <laughs> Turtwig Talks the Meta. This is your host, Ryan, otherwise known as RY for Gaming, I am joined by none other than the best starter of all time, Turtwig. This week we have 13 tournaments, 1,153 unique deck plays, and 3,262 matches to cover this week. So, without further ado, let's hop right into those top 8's. Starting off, Rapid Strike Urshifu and Arceus Toranodon had 9 top 8 finishes this week. That's right, Rapid Strike Urshifu wasn't on the top! Completely opposite of what I expected from last week. Mew Genesect had 18 top 8s, and on top this week, Arceus had 21 top 8 finishes this week. That rounds up this week's top 8s, let's hop right into those boring meta numbers. All these decks had over a 50% win rate this week. Those being Mew Genesect, Arceus Inteleon, Whimsicott, Arceus, Arceus Duraludon, and Ice Rider Inteleon. Notable changes to Mew Genesect, Arceus Inteleon, Whimsicott, Urshifu Inteleon, Arceus, Arceus Deralodon, Suicune Ludicolo, and Ice Rider Inteleon. This week we got the whole board, so let's get right into those. Mew Genesect had a drop in play percentage by about 4.5%. That uh, brings it down to an average of about 12% this week, so we're seeing it level out with Arceus. Inteleon being the most popular deck in the meta. Next, Arceus Inteleon was down by 5.5% this week, down to 10.75%. So RCS was still staying strong with its play percentage, but I'm pretty sure Urshifu and Whimsicott were taking the front seats this week thanks to the EUIC meta shaping out how it did. Next, Whimsicott was up in win percentage by 6.5%. That's where the play percentage went. Next, Urshifu and was up by 7.5%. That's where the play percentage went. But he was not up in win percentage so much, being at 39% last week and 42% this week. So Urshifu and was not doing so hot this week. Next, Arceus was up in win percentage by 4%. Um, Then Arceus Duraludon was up in win percentage by who would have been surprised by the special energy counter, which counters the top five decks, being at 11% increase in win, having a 58% win percentage this week. That is insane. Arceus Duraladon coming in for the big, big meta calls this week. Next, Suicune Ludicolo was down in win percentage by 4.5%, and Ice Rider was down in win percentage by 5%. Now, I would like to give some appreciation to our local group at Here's Inc. Comics by shouting out the winner of our Thursday Locals. This week's winner was Brian, aka Dez, with his Dark Arceus deck. Now, Brian has been an amazing player whenever he finds a deck that he genuinely enjoys. And it seems like Dark Arceus may be taking that spot for Brian for the rest of Brilliant Stars. Again, amazing job, Brian. Now, let's talk about the decks that won this week. All these decks had a single win this week. Those being Ice Rider, Umbreon, and Suicune. All of these decks had two wins this week. We have a five-way tie for wins of the week. Those being Arceus, Arceus Duraludon, Mew Genesect, Rapid Strike Urshifu, and Whimsicott. That's right, you heard it. A five-way tie between those five decks. So, amazing job to every one of those decks and the players who piloted them. So, without further ado, turk worked hard on getting all this data ready just for you. So, if you could let us know on Twitter at ry gaming Your thoughts on this week's report. That does it for this week's Turtwig Talks the Meta. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers.
1: All right, and we're back. Thank you, Ryan, for another great uh, meta report. And um, just like every other day after the meta report, we hit the news. And today's news is full of Go. A lot of Go news. Because we're getting to get, we're starting to get some Pokemon Go cards revealed in our special set that's coming out. That is a um, the like crossover event with Pokemon Go in the TCG. So we have a whole article that released. I want almost about twenty cards of Pokemon Go set. Um, some v, some V's, a V star. We did get the hint in the. Um, In there, there's going to be 78 cards before secret rares, and we're going to get a Dragonite V-Star and a Melmetal V-Max on top of the Mewtwo V-Star that we've seen. There we go. Um, um, The Mewtwo V-Star is, I believe, the only one that I've seen spoiled. I have not seen the V-Max Melmetal or the V-Star of Dragonite. We just know that they are eventually coming. I know a few people that might be really excited for that Dragonite. So I, I know one person that's going to be super excited. So see that there's so many. I'm going to do like a kind of like a quick hit kind of thing. Yep. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead to the supporters real quick because I think they're very lackluster to talk about. But mm-hmm. um, So there's they, had, they made a card for Blanche, Candela, and Spark, um, the water, fire, and lightning Pokemon trainer that is in Pokemon Go that you pick for your team, red, blue, yellow. Um, they each have basically the same ability uh, as a supporter card where you draw two cards and then uh, if you drew any cards this way, uh, you flip a coin and if it's heads, you, uh, you may attach a fire energy from your discard pile to one of your benched Pokemon. So this is uh, Melanie for on a flip. For Gardina. Water, Fire, and Lightning. Um, so, and I'm saying that, Blanche is a useless card. And Candela and Spark are very, very, very,
0: very, very niche. So, Right, I agree. Um, uh, the other the other ones that we said already, Melody and Gardena's that are coming out, I think are just yeah. superior. You know, playing but, uh, a supporter for a, a flip card. Seems really bad to me. I mean, I'm sure somebody's going to make it work in a deck, and you know, like, oh, this deck is busted. Um, you could take Okos with it if you just roll heads. Um, although yeah. that's not a, a really uh, winning strategy uh, in general. Uh, sure, you maybe win some games because of it, but um, not a huge fan. Yep,
1: not a huge fan either, but I figured I'd quick hit those. Um, yep. That is the only really kind of acceleration I know of for Fire and Lightning at the moment that will be out on standard but putting um, we, it on a flip. Well, i mean
0: fire we're still going to have the magma basin
1: yeah so like candela like i mean and you're. It, that's not it's not optimal it's not not on a flip card like that right um and then so that's really all there is on the trainers you will you will be able to get full arts um directly in a uh, bundle kind of package okay, okay. So, um of those cool and they look pretty cool Uh, But then there are uh, an item and a stadium also spoiled, which uh, are two kind of Pokemon Go staples. We have the lure module and the Pokestop stadium. So very uh, similar effects. Um, So I'll read the the lure module real quick first as I, of course, get an ad when I open up the item. Um, uh, So each player reveals the top three cards of their deck and puts all Pokemon they find there into their hand. Then each player shuffles their other cards back into their deck. So this is very thematic to what actually happens in Go, but I do not think this makes a very good Pokemon Go card. <laughs> or you Pokemon said they, each player card.
0: puts them in their hand. Yes. So no, it's you basically
1: reveal the top three, <laughs> each player, though. So yes. your opponent. Yeah. So- no, I
0: was thinking more if you were if you put them on your bench so, more of a, uh, was it a, uh, what's her face uh, with the hair? Um, the GX back in the day w- that was an ADP, help me here. Mawile? Yeah, it was like a Mawile GX. I, if it was more of that, where like, hey, if there's the top three and you force them to put it on their bench, yeah, uh, I can see where that could be um, potentially useful. But just putting it in their hand, nah. I, it's yeah. no reason. of
1: a card for your opponent right um might help you but you might be helping your opponent more than you're helping yourself right right, right, um, right. so the Pokestop, stop I mean that one I think is just it's it's very thematic I, I mean to what actually happens in go but um, uh, you'd have to have a really good reason mm-hmm. to use it um, the pokey stop I actually like as a card um, so once during your turn during each player's turn so uh, that player may discard, Three cards from the top of their deck if a player discarded any item cards in this way they put those item cards into their hand um so it's a little bit risky but i like it because you can if you play an item heavy deck you can kind of just draw three items yeah that's very true um yeah it's not horrible i mean in um, depending on the deck i wouldn't say it goes in every deck no i would not say this goes in every deck but I could see this working on a Mew VMAX deck uh, because it doesn't have a high supporter count. It does have a very high item count. And you can, I mean, it's it's thinning three cards as
0: well. So and you go to a Pokestop to, uh, or you're right. You said Pokestop? Yep. So Pokestop into feather ball into Mew. <laughs> yeah. Into, yeah. So you're good to go. So that's actually yeah, I mean, not you, bad for the Mew deck.
1: Yeah. If you if you use it, you can, I mean, you can draw a, a feather ball. Power, a power tablet not cramomatic and then it's right. go Oh, okay and you get all three of those items in your hand because they're items or i mean if you happen to hit a supporter then it's discarded but hey uh, maybe you didn't need it at that point in time i mean a little bit higher risk but get a little bit more reward there
0: is use for that card
1: all right um do you want to jump to the big boy yeah um, let's right just now. jump
0: to the big boy and then probably call it good for this article okay um, so the last
1: one is new, new 2 V-Star. Uh, this guy's caused um, all the rage. Um, so he has a V as well. Um, nothing really to shake a, a stick at. Uh, has 220 health. Does 160 damage on three energy. Really, you're trying to get to the V-Star. Um, the V-Star's got 280 health. Obviously, is a psychic Pokemon. He's got his attack and a V-Star power, which is also attack. So he's got two attacks, but his first one for a psychic and a colorless, you got Psy Purge. It's 90 X. So you discard up to three psychic energy from your Pokemon. (laughs) This attack does 90 damage for each card you discarded that way. So you can discard up to three psychic energy. So that's up to 270 damage for two energy plus the discarding of three. And but that can be come from anywhere.
0: And you can put Belt on. So there's there's definitely play in this. Um, I would say the most effectiveness for this attack would probably be in some kind of like Shadow Rider deck, potentially um, mm-hmm. accelerating energies that way because um, there isn't really a, a great psychic acceleration except for Shadow Rider and or maybe Arceus um, going into those things. So
1: well, there is another card coming out in... I think it's an astral radiance that was kind of like slipped under the radar in a Clefairy where it has an ability that you can attach, which is what came in this discussion. Okay. You can attach a psychic energy um, from your discard to another Clefairy on your bench. So it had to be in the active, I believe. Right. Um, so it's kind of one under the radar, but if you have that in the active, then you can attach another psychic energy kind of just like shadow rider does and kind yep. of just get energy back um it just does have to be in the active so you are right right, you know talking about switching effects and stuff too
0: hey yeah but that 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 will be uh, you know that's potentially a pretty effective card right there um especially with the the hp of pokemon um going downward um so less of less and less of that 300 plus hp um so definitely serviceable is it the best attack no but is it is it a deck that you can play around with Um, yes. So,
1: um... He does have another attack that has his V-Star power. So his V-Star power is the same energy cost, psychic and a colorless. It's called Star Raid. And this attack does 120 damage to each of your opponent's Pokemon V. This damage obviously isn't affected by weakness or resistance, and you can't use more than one V-Star power per game. Right. So, um... If you thought doing 120 damage to two Pokemon was good, imagine if you had four V's on the table.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, this card seems or this attack seems really busted. I, I'll let you I'll let you take the floor on this one. I can see it in your face, you, you just have a lot to say. Well, I mean,
1: we've gone on about how Urshifu is really good. Uh, Doing 120 damage to Pokemon. Now, he does get to do 120 damage to any two Pokemon. So there is that. But with the amount of V's being played, uh, I could see this being like punishing, just very, very punishing when you, because if uh, you're playing Mew Vmax, that's 120 damage to Mr. Whole Board. (laughs) Right. And And then you're talking about, 70 damage to knock out a couple of Genesics somehow. somehow. Um, I mean, that could be uh, really, really clutch in a deck where you have the ability to use that v- as your V-Star power. The one thing I will say is like V-Star powers have currently been dominated by the use of star Starbirth. So it's really like,
0: does your deck Starbirth or not? Like, can't, that's kind of the thing. I mean, so that's if- that is the question with all these V stars so far. Um, you've seen it's like with um with Whimsicott using his his V star, you sometimes it's pretty effective where you could take knockouts where your opponent's not expecting it. Obviously, Charizard hasn't really been a thing. I know Cashman made it a kind like he, he won a tournament with it. Um, and potentially just hitting for that amount of damage, um, you know, s- super solid there. Um, but a lot of these V star powers still. Haven't seen a lot of use aside from, uh, you know, Arceus with his astro or what Astra Radiance um, you just said it, I forget. Um, but being able to just computer search times two, uh, Starbirth, Starbirth, that's right. I don't know how I've missed that one, but either way, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I think if any Pokemon were to see uh, more use out of their V star power, it would be Mewtwo. So, yeah, I mean,
1: he has a lot of potential coming out of this set. I'm really, really excited to see what they do with Dragonite V-Star because we know it's going to be a V-Star, right? And and Melmetal V-Max. I hope, uh, I hope maybe Melmetal is kind of like the last great V-Max um, that's not like completely overpowered, but just kind of is cool and playable because Melmetal I, is Mel, Mel Melmetal is a pretty cool Pokemon, right? So I will. I I know you. I have one more card I want to talk about from this article, and then we'll move on because one more. I want to I want to see if this Pokemon triggers you at all. I'm just going to read what it. Does. I haven't actually read this, so it might. So uh, this Pokemon is a, a Pokemon. It's at stage one, and it has the ability called Primate Dexterity. But the ability is if you if any damage is done to this Pokemon by attacks, flip a coin. If heads, prevent that damage. And uh, it has an attack for one energy, uh, and then. For each energy attached to this Pokemon, this attack does sixty damage. For each heads,
0: that's so, garbage. That's that <laughs> one's garbage. It's, they, it's did
1: it. Did it start sounding very familiar to you?
0: Yes, it sounds very familiar to me. So, um, card is trash. <laughs> so it's Ambipom. Uh, they reprinted
1: basically Whimsicott GX in a single prizer, um, but on the attack they made it flip coins instead of uh, just do automatic damage. So it's a Cramorant deck now. But It's a uh, Cramorant
0: deck that's a Dragapult.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's just like Whimsicott GX where you just stack a whole bunch of energy on it and then you do big damage, but you got to flip heads now the whole time, whether you're Uh, being attacked or you're...
0: you're I I can see somebody bringing this to locals and running the table and doing well with it. Um, Can I see it being part of the established meta no no uh
1: I, I i accidentally i i will build this deck because that's the it is basically whimsicott gx but i actually do not like ambipom as a pokemon
0: so it's just very frustrating just, just get a picture of whimsicott and then glue it over. i might
1: tape whimsicott gx over top of each card right um but that is uh a lot of the, i mean there are snorlaxes and some other cool cards but none of them kind of stick out as much um there's obviously a the poker beach article for everyone wants to see the rest of it so um
2: but that
0: was the highlights that's yeah that's our highlights all right well with that being said um jumping out of the news and into the, today's main topic um today is indie week regionals is finally here for us on the east coast that didn't want to travel to the west coast or to europe uh, or to any of those, um, other ICs. Uh, so our first taste of big Pokemon tournaments and also fun fact, this is the largest Pokemon TCG, uh, regionals in Pokemon history with over 1200 players. Nice. I did not know that. Exciting. Thank you, Steve, the good for that little fun fact. Um, but yeah, uh, going into, we were already hyped, um, with regionals and just seeing how pokemon puts on a show you know they're going to put on a show for a record-breaking number like this um so let's kind of just go down the docket there are a few things i definitely want to ask um first and foremost how has your prep gone and kind of walk us through the prep and, and have you figured out your deck
1: i have been prepping uh i have been slowly like trying to i guess talk myself out of playing rcs i think i've um every time i play it the deck i've been trying to play like it'll go off and i'll go this this is good it's gonna work and then i'll play another game and i'm like nope nope it's not gonna work because it just doesn't do what i need it to do consistently mm-hmm. so i think i have to stop trying to Uh, maybe I've been trying to maybe force myself to be a little innovative because that's what I want to be. But, hey, this is a big regional. It's my first one. Let's not necessarily bite off more than we can chew. Right. And um, play a deck that I know well, that I've been also practicing in the background uh, because I find it fun to play. Um, So I am very heavily leaning towards Rapid Strike Malamar at the moment. Um, Ooh. that's a big decision there bud uh just that's because a huge decision i don't necessarily hate any and all of its matchups um so i mean yes rapid strike urshifu is a thing I mean, and if Rap- I a card rapid that i have included in my deck rapid strike so.
0: urshifu is weak to psychic so if you can set up even if he takes yeah. two prizes you still take three prizes and if he's not set back up you're in a good spot Yeah. As
1: long as you are cognizant of when he can rapid flow and you are prepared for it. Uh, the match actually feels like it's heavily in your favor because of that weakness, because he can't really just leave it up there. Um, so, uh, you, you can trade effectively. Um, even if you start out a little bit slow, um, you can come back and I like it versus everything else. Um, especially against Max, which I think has been the most popular deck in every regional uh, as far as we've looked back. So I plan on seeing a lot of those. Um, The only thing I'm not looking forward to is playing uh, long, long games. But with that being said,
0: we've talked to many, many players throughout this last year, um, and even just kind of gearing towards these regionals is no one to scoop. Um, It's going to be a long day. So if it's not looking good, just, dude, you're going to have to just scoop up game one, two, get onto third. That way you have enough time to finish and maybe even have time to relax between rounds. Um, So it's very huge. So that's my advice to you or anybody playing any kind of deck, but especially a deck that's big brain like that. um, Definitely a really good deck and you can do well with it. We've seen other players go what? nine zero with it, Joe Bernard, Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully you can put your name next to his. Yeah, I'm hoping to uh, just, just to have a good showing with
1: it. Um, I, I've noticed in my testing that I've big, like in having a deck with my our RCS deck that I was using, and it's the counter box, I was out playing myself out of games, right. right? So like what I mean by that is I was testing with Adam and I strictly lost a game because I just overthought. Of my own play or misplayed because i was thinking of something else like there's too many things to like contemplate and not that malamar is simple but i know there's i know the how the deck goes and i feel like uh there's not too many things to overly necessarily think about that are going to confuse me like that are basically where i'm going to outplay myself well we definitely don't want that um yeah and that's probably the biggest reason why i've stepped away from my rcs deck just because i would like to try something a little innovative and hopefully be innovative but um i just don't uh i don't see my i don't want to see myself because it tilts me when i when i notice that i've lost the game because it's not muted because of my own right mis, like mistakes that i've clearly and like
0: clearly seen I think that's most people's fear um, or, or anything like that is, you know, seeing that it was something you did um, making sure, you know, that you play clean and then making your opponent have to play clean to beat you is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. So for me um, going into the week, my confidence was probably at an all time low when it came to the Pokemon TCG and the metagame on what, decks I wanted to bring. I've been playing a lot of Arceus. I've been playing a lot of Mew. Um, and I just find that both of them just don't feel great right now. Um, that being said, um, with doing a little bit of testing, um, shout out unknown, um, being able to kind of work myself out of that, I'm going to say I'm playing an, Ar- an Arceus deck, but it is a spicy Arceus deck. It's not a straight Arceus Talion. Um, like I was playing before because I think the matchup spreads were just horrible there. Um, so I kind of went with that kind of box play. Um, and ever since I did that, switch over, um, I feel that the <laughs> the deck feels very smooth, very great um, uh, and it, the matchup spreads good and no and then there's options again back to options before I thought, You know, Arcus and Talion, I thought the biggest plus for that deck was the Sharon's Care and then having Palpad and being able to loot that once you get started. Um, And it feels like it's almost unbeatable at that point. Um, But listening to other people, um, you know, inside our group, outside our group, um, the biggest weakness to that deck is it just felt too fair. And there was no cards that just like heavily swung the game in favor. For you when you're behind, or mm-hmm. even just kind of even, when you need to take those big KOs. Um, so yeah, that's that's the biggest thing where I needed to get away from RC Centillion because I feel like it's a great deck, but I don't feel it's like the meta play for right now. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully, hopefully we'll see if that deck does well, uh, and all the testing paid off. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Uh, I mean, I've I feel
1: you on that. I mean, there's a lot of different when you you run an archetype,
0: and you just gotta hope that it does well, right? I guess. Okay, so that being said, now we've kind of prepped and both kind of came up with what we're having, or we both already set, and actually uh, we'll get back into that later. Do you think the meta is solved? Do you think that this meta, without the next rotation of cards, um, is basically a solved meta? Um, and every deck kind of stands where it is. I want to say I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure that it's solved, but it's it's very close I right. Say. So I, there um, are a couple-
1: the triangle is very close to be seen. Um, right. because I mean, one of the pinnacles of the triangle is definitely V Max. And, and we're seeing that I think Rapid Strike Urshifu is the other and Arceus is the other, like that triangle of what, that counter box triangle. But the curveball, I think, is that something can upset that, like at the right moment. So that's why I can't say it's solved because if something, if the balance is unrooted on that triangle too much, then
0: you can see something wild come in right do really really well 100 uh, i agree with you and actually going down in a couple questions i'm going to see what might that be but i think generally like you said that triangle is solved there are a couple b-tier decks like the malamar deck i would say is in that b-tier ice rider is in that b-tier um all can still see their day um you know uh, you know that shining day um mm-hmm. but basically you got your arceus variants you got your Mew. you got your um your your rapid strike, um, Urshifu, and those kind of create the, the majority of the meta. Um, and then you have you maybe maybe another three decks that have kind of a, a reasonable chance. I mean, Whimsicott's kind of shaken that up a little bit. Um, but depending on the matchup, it's still doable. Um, for a lot of those meta decks, uh, maybe not Urshifu, uh, but those other two can can still beat uh, that deck.
1: Well, that's the that's the 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 Ur, the Whimsicott and maybe even the Malamar. I would say is kind of like I, I don't they're like B tier, but like it's like that. I want to call them like the A to the side tier because <laughs> those two decks can kind of like punk the triangle, if you know what I mean, right? Where they're not like they don't fit in the triangle, but they take on the entire triangle and can do well, right? They're not necessarily auto wins against any of the three, but uh, they all kind of have like niche, like
0: hits on all of them and can do well against the entire triangle. Right. No, uh I I tend to agree with that. So my next question was um are there any rogue decks, especially in indie right now, um, that you can see making a huge meta shake um where maybe those top three in that triangle um aren't prepared for it and still have a good matchup against everything else that may still, you know, see its time to shine.
2: um the thing
1: i wouldn't necessarily think that i'm not scared of anything in particular um i will say that a well if someone can design a well-piloted single prize deck that like weaknesses most things in the meta and then has good matchups pretty much through the day like if it can like dodge like maybe like most of its horrible matchups. Right. That could really dark horse a lot of things. Because a complete single prize deck has like a very big advantage against a lot of the top metas right now in forcing them to take six prizes, which most things operating off the op- like are operating off of the assumption of taking like one, like two, two to three, three KOs time. and not necessarily six. Right. So um that's where it could find that advantage um this is kind of why i i'm leaning towards rapid strike malamar because i feel like it's the well established one um but any uh, we've seen that's the biggest thing that i think would be the rogiest thing that would come out and do well unless uh, unless i like unless sander comes to uh, indianapolis (laughs) like that's the only that would I would poop my pants if I had to play.
0: I would be like, I'm going to get locked out of this game and right. I'm not going to see it coming. And I don't know what's going to happen. So, right. Exactly. So I, I almost don't want to even say this because if I start seeing a lot of this right now, um, I'd be kind of upset. Uh, but we're just going to do it anyways. Um, I, I see less path being played, um, in the meta right now. I mean, obviously Mew is to be respected, but even a lot of the Arceus decks are playing less path. Um, and not to say, I mean, it's going to help Mew uh, for sure, but I think just having less path in play helps Arceus, Zamazenta. Arceus, Zamazenta, potentially, especially if they get all these, um, that could be a, a nightmare matchup for all these decks here. Um, being able to, to block things off, um, taking away special energies, um, still, only giving two prizes, being able to tank it with um, with with the um, the shield uh, tool, uh, I potentially see Zamazenta being an issue depending on you know the meta call and see if it has good matchups. Obviously, against single prizers, um, it'll just get it, it, it's butt whooped. Um, but that's my kind of choice for rogue deck of the tournament. I I mean. I will say, if I had to pick a deck
1: that I think is going to perform way above what we've seen it perform, is along. That's I'm going to pick something that's along that same lines, because I think Duraladon, Arceus Duraladon sees a slide back into play. Um, Maybe I'm
0: wrong, but it, it has won a couple online tournaments recently. I know I've been talking to a couple people locally. Um, and they were thinking about bringing that. Um, and then, you know, it, it won, I think the late night late recently, um, I think it was the late night. It was one of those online tournaments. Um, so maybe it's in the forefront of a lot of people's, um, you know, thought process, but we'll see, um, definitely some V max hate or V hate in general, it's um, just, the, it's more special energy blocking. Like my, it's just that's, more offensive, right? No, I, I, I agree with that 100%. All right. So, going from road deck, rogue decks, what are, what does the top four look like? Once we're all said and done, top four decks, what are those top four?
1: Uh, uh, I mean, off the top of my head, um, top
0: four decks in the meta, you mean, right? Top four decks that finish in indie.
1: Oh, she, she, we, uh... <laughs> Uh all right I want to say that t- Movie Max makes top four. I'm a, there's there's got to be someone in the US that's confident enough playing Movie Max that it makes <laughs> skilled at <of> luck. <clears throat> <laughs> um just one. Um I'm going to put uh I, like I want to back my 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 I want to back my whimsicott but I think um, I don't think whimsicott's
0: taking it this time. Yeah, I just I'll, don't.
1: I'll... I think too many people are gonna just be like, uh, "Let pre- like prepare for it now." Right. And I felt like even going into EUIC is like whimsicott is a deck that like you kind of got not necessarily. I don't want to say get lucky because it's not the right word, like lucky. It's just like it's a deck. Like I said, I think two weeks ago or when we covered EUIC, it it'll shred the cut once it gets there but the question isn't whether like do i do good in the cut like will this do good it's a question of whether you get there in the first place like that's the type of deck it is like it's one of those like if you start a top cut deck you'll feel super confident like super confident going into it but the question is whether you get to the top eight or day two kind of thing right um just because there are some oddball things that are just like straight punk you real easy so right um that's why I find it really hard to put it in the top four. So long-winded, I'm going to say uh, Mew, Mew Max, at least one. I'm going to say there's an Arceus themed deck uh, with X Pokemon with it, and then right. uh, a um, Urshifu will make the uh, top four, and then
0: I'm going to put a Rapid Strike Malamar because I'm going to make the top four. Not bad at all. Okay, so my top four is, I think, I think Mew is going to miss. I think we're going to have two Arceus variants, um, Arceus boxes. Um, there's just too many varieties to really choi- uh, choose. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have the Rapid Strike Urshifu, and uh, my sleeper pick for a top four is Ice Rider Calyrax. Um, kind of going off of what we were talking about, a lot of decks don't play a lot of Path. Um, this deck does play a lot of Path because it doesn't need abilities um, that are from Rulebox Pokemon, um, with that being said you're going to shut down Muse if you get that out early especially at the four count um, and then the one shot ability compared to most decks um, it's there uh, and a lot of them are playing Crosswisher instead of bosses orders or at least a high count of bosses orders so that way you can still potentially boss out something and um, in in combination of that you can, you can use the Leons you can use the um the the choice belts and taking big ocos so i think ice rider is going to be there you know you've
1: you've made me sit here and completely <laughs> rethink my entire strategy of Indianapolis with your your argument on ice rider
0: um because i am very fond of that deck but it is, um, i think it's i think it's poised to be in a really good position right now to take yeah. Take people by sh- not by shock because I I think people know how to play it, but I think a lot of people are taking their techs out to beat it, and I just see it as long as it can run clean, I think it has a really good chance to do well. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, you 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 that you make a very valid point for that, and I I tend to think that maybe my four aren't aren't right, and you might have a good <laughs> good fourth pick, but. All I'm gonna say is I think a lot of the e, like the top fours have been like pairs or or a lot of the same thing. I have a feeling that this regional is just gonna spotlight four different decks in the top four
0: I mean yeah, I mean Arceus can be basically anything, so I think there's but even Arceus
1: like I feel like there's not gonna be two Arceuss in it it's just Ooh, that's a bold call. like it's that's... just an Arceus pair. a Rapid Strike, a mute. like there's going to be four like complete archetypes, different archetypes.
0: Okay, so before we get to the next question, I guess I had just kind of popped up with Arceus variants being very popular, do we see, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be Arceus, but do we see a lot more um, Dunsparce and a lot more Manaphy, especially with the last uh, EUIC um, having Urshifu run rampant? Um, do we see those techs in, in the um, RCS decks and any single prizers uh, more often than we did out back then? Because, I I mean, bench sniping is huge and it's on the forefront of everybody's minds. But,
1: I mean, if if you run bench Pokemon that can't take 120 HP attack, um, then you should be running Manaphy at the moment. In my very new and humble opinion, I just, uh, I mean, Rapid Strike, came out at the one big, one very big and important European championship, and he made a big splash. And I don't see that going away just because we're in the States. Um, So you're going to see that, that, that spread damage. And I, I can see how people might have trouble finding room for one card that may not matter but I feel like it's gonna matter so big when you go against that matchup, which you
0: might see multiple times right. during the day. So right. no, I, I agree. I think you need to you need to find deck space in it if you run those bench Pokemon that are essential, um, you know, for your engine, your your engine to run, um, especially our, our, uh, you know, the shady dealings. All right. So we said top four, end all be all. What deck wins the largest ever? regionals in Pokemon history. I'm gonna put
1: it I'm gonna put my faith in what I think is the Picarom of Sword and Shield.
0: Uh it is Rapid Strike Urshifu. Rapid Strike Urshifu is a solid answer. I would tend to agree we're gonna say an Arceus variant uh case box with with Urshifu potentially in it. Um We'll see though. Um, it's solid, but I mean, depending on, like you said, if there's a lot of mana fees out there, if that's your main strategy, it might not be good enough. So we'll see. Um, I tend to say Arceus Box is going to win, not necessarily Urshifu. I'm I'm just that's where I'm going to put. If I
1: had to put money, one, I would not gamble on who would win the tournament. Right. Um, But well, it's going to be me. If, uh, if I had to. Um. I'm gonna go with Urshifu. I mean for one, I mean one I won't bet on you. Um I just don't I don't want it to win. I want it to do top four. That's good. Uh, I just uh I just uh Urshifu is a Pokemon I can get behind. I like I like the way it plays. I like the idea of it, the, how it works. Um that's just one that I feel like it can take the go the whole whole mile and it's been been going strong since battle styles released. So for sure.
0: With some, with some ups and downs. Yep. All right. So there, are there any final things that you want to get off, uh, you know, talk about before we wrap up when it comes to regionals plays, any reminders, um, things that we should be doing, um, going into a real life event, um, this week. Um, so one I have I have like a good
1: like uh tip for playing live especially in a a regional uh, for anyone who's newer or haven't been out to maybe a a large pokemon event and are going for the experience um it is a highly competitive event so just i mean people are going to probably hopefully be cool but some people might not just be prepared in in the terms of um doing the things that your opponent may be allowed to do. So offering to cut after a shuffle Um, just like remember to do that so that there's never the the, no awkward moment of let me cut that after the fact or something like that. Um, Just that, just uh, offer up those easy, easy things that you can do in between to just keep
0: everything up and up in fair play. Right. Um, So the two things I I have for sure right now um, is First and foremost, don't, well, don't forget your VAX card. Um, Have that, you know, we're living in a COVID world. Um, So make sure you have backup masks, your VAX card, um, and then your hand sanitizer with you. So kind of in in combination of that, have a backpack with your deck, extra sleeves, some snacks. I know I'm going to probably bring some beef jerky and try to have that on the side uh, Mm -hmm. and plenty of water. Um, So that is kind of, you know, to physically be prepared for the game for the day. Those are like the biggest things I, I would say um, as far as like prep beforehand, or I mean, we're less than a weekend. Um, we still have a little bit of time to submit your deck, but don't forget to submit your deck on RK nine labs. Um, you need to do that uh, at some point before the tournament starts. Uh, so even if it's something that's a placeholder um, for the moment, um, I know I'm going to be doing this right after the tournament is is submitting my deck because I am pretty certain with maybe the change of one or two cards that I am good to go. Um, so those are the two things there: is to have a backpack full of everything you're going to need, and then make sure you submit your your deck list. Yeah, that's a good thing. Good thing to have. <laughs> and good. then, uh, if, like <laughs> what Chuck said, um, just offering up your your deck so your opponent doesn't have to ask. Um, just things to speed up the game um yeah because it's going to be a long haul um so being able to speed up every little thing um going into your deck for multiple things playing multiple cards at the same time like we've talked about in the past um definitely things just cut down on that uh shuffle so i know we've all done it i've done it where you you play a card you shuffle your deck and then you play another card where you didn't necessarily have to shuffle you're wasting a little bit of time there i know that most of the time there's no you know ill in it, it you know attempts towards your opponent or yeah. anything like that, but just things that will help uh, speed the day along, um, you know, keep those in mind while you're playing. Yeah. And it's not so much like you, you have to offer, just be mindful of
1: those kind of uh, ex- like uh, uh, opportunities, right? Like um, cause uh, some people um, might not realize that, you know, your opponent actually gets a ch- opportunity to cut your shuffled hand after during a during a marnie i guess that goes your hand that goes to the bottom of your deck you have a lot of cards your opponent does get the opportunity to shuffle the uh, the, cut those before they put them to the bottom of your deck so i mean it's it's kind of just like be mindful of those and not necessarily that you have to like remember everything it's just these are
0: these are triggers that might come up during the day yeah for sure all right um, with all that being said, I mean, this is we've gone over a lot. Um, and I'm, again, I'm pretty pumped with this whole meta and, and playing Pokemon and just kind mm-hmm. of seeing where we're at. Is there anything else that you that is on your agenda for this trip while we're playing or while we're at the event? Um, that's not necessarily playing the TCG. Is there anything that you're really wanting to do? I
1: want to meet a lot of people that we have talked to via this podcast or on Twitter, just in person, um, uh, fist bump them, um, you know, that kind of thing. I'm just looking forward to meeting a lot of the co- the, the community in an actual in-person environment. Um, right. uh, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for seeing the show of what is a regional. I mean, um, in that I'm excited to possibly play in some side events for, Different competitive environments, things for different competitive things that we don't really have around here. So, um, yeah,
0: I'm gonna put you on the spot. You got to pick one person in one person that you're most excited to meet. Uh, that's a hard choice. And now I'm (laughs) gonna. you can throw it back at me but i'm throwing you on on <laughs> under the bus to start here i don't even know if, who's all going to be there i mean like just 100%. assume like most of the east coast players uh, people that are you know part of this community if it makes you feel better i will go first yeah, will a, play there play is a thing. lot of people that i i definitely want to meet a lot of guests that we've had on the show um that i definitely want to meet and, and to take a picture with um, but i've got a shout out one of our original fans part of our local league has been with us basically since the beginning that's a that i consider a local even though he is not a local and i have not got to met, meet him yet is zorodad gx i cannot wait to meet him give a, give a big hug play some pokemon potentially go get some food just hang out um you know Zoro you uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you over everybody else because of the loyalty and you've been here since the beginning and I love you being part of this community. That is a, that is a really good one. And I kind of
1: wish I went first. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you an opportunity. <laughs> I gave you the layup. <laughs> no yeah, I have no Zodat is a great great guy to have in our community. I, I, I mean, I can't really pick just one. I mean, I really it's really, really hard. Um, yeah, it's it's a hard question, but those are just because like, I well, I, the one person that I know I've wanted to see and like kind of hang out with in person, I know is not going to be there, so um, I'm not sure. Like, you want to say whole, stupid? I mean, well, I'm pretty sure I can see stupid, not in indie, okay? <laughs> right. like, even like, well, if indie wasn't just next weekend, <laughs> so like it's hard but i i am excited to meet stupid um i, I want to say probably i am excited even if, if gabe smart's there i'm excited to he'll him. be there uh i'm excited to meet even like a jake gearhart if he's there i mean i had fun talking to him when he was on the cast um uh i'm sure luke celio's network is probably going to be there i would really like to meet him. Uh, i don't know inside. if he's going to be Indie. i think he's going to be jersey for sure i i don't know but, I mean, those are, those are some faces that I would really like to meet in person off the top of my head. I mean, I, um,
0: I've never really met Andrew Mahone in his face. He, I mean, I've been either, like a, a foot played. away from him, but I've never actually physically talked to him in person. Um, so I, I'll probably do that. And I definitely want to give um, um, and the guys Flex from Daddy. I, I've got to gotta go up to Flex Daddy and even a, f- a fist bump because I know, again, we were close to him at the, at the 2K last time. Um, Mm -hmm. but I never wanted to bug him, but I said, okay, I'll bug you this time. And he said, please do. So I'll definitely do that. Um, so those, those are some people I definitely want to see. Obviously not everybody in our community, um, that's in chat right now is going to be there. Um, unfortunately our West coast friends are not, um, I'm looking forward to eventually seeing them. Um, but outside of just like the people, I definitely, you just, like you said, you want to see what the pokemon community puts on i want to see all these players i want to just like be a part of that competitiveness a, and not necessarily even just for me like of course i want to make a huge run but like if i make a run if you make a run if any of our fr- like locals that are coming with us makes a run or anybody from my testing um, group or you know any of our friends that are part of this community make a run i just can't wait to like just be there in person and just like be that cheerleader for sure um so th- those are definitely um some experiences i'm i'm looking forward to and then obviously uh, you know the after tournament dinners are always fun um talking about your bad beats your successes um and all that fun jazz um while we, you know you're you're breaking bread and drinking some beers or something like that so i can't wait for that um yeah and then even just like i said the the ride up and back um taking you out of pittsburgh um your farewell song out of your residency of pittsburgh it's kind of fitting that um you know i'm the one that do that does that for you and we um, have to go out with a bang you do have so. to go out of a bang so i don't know if i've told this story on the pod before i know our locals know this um but the first time i met chuck we met with a bang because we were playing a game called x-wing miniatures and he borrowed uh he he Borrowed one of my Millennium Falcons because he said he broke his on accident. I'm like sure, hey, I got it. I got you, bud. So that was the first time we ever met, and he
2: proceeded broke to break it.
0: mine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that was so. We started our relationship on a bang, and we're gonna take it out of PA, um, yeah. hopefully with the same kind of thing. So, um, just excited for the camaraderie, I guess, and, and yeah. his potential for doing well. I am. I'm, I'm just super excited to
1: have what I know will hopefully be a mass of fun uh, follow, coupled with great performances from the whole group that's going and then meeting so many new faces that we can continue chatting with and, and, and podcasting with and, and just and seeing at
0: other events next day, next down next time down the line as well. Right. All right. Well, that I think is done for the majority of our, um, you know, what we had, Slated mm-hmm. for the podcast. I know we have a couple questions in chat um, that we had there. Um, okay. If you guys want to throw a couple more out before the end, um, please do so now. Um, but we'll get to Stevens first. He says, I think it's going to be weird because there is currently um, 1,208 um, masters registered. Again, the biggest uh, Pokemon TCG event uh, for regionals, at least. Um, so, how many people of these? Um, are their first times just going for the experience versus uh, senior players? Uh, the meta might be all over the place. And right. I think you might be right. Uh, you might. I
1: mean, and, and the meta is going to be a lot all over the place comparatively uh, because 1,208, that's probably the last three. You take out Salt Lake City, you can probably fit Liverpool, UIC, and like uh, the brisbane all in all underneath the 1208 so like um you're gonna have a lot of people probably trying some really spicy stuff um and i mean hey there's two people here going for the first time um but we're i mean taking a little bit more of a serious look at it than just going for the experience as well so how many how many of those are you gonna get maybe so he's right in that it might be all over the place but uh you might see someone new make their name for themselves
0: oh i'm hoping so because i uh, there are a lot of people that were born of this uh covid generation of pokemon players um me and you included so definitely want to see us make a, a you know a run for it um but i think there's going to be a lot of weird off the wall things especially in those first two rounds i think a good i would say a good 400 are just going to be some random stuff that yep. you just, that aren't even part of the meta. Of course, you're going to have that top of us, upper echelon of players playing the, the, the meta decks and maybe making slight adjustments, uh, you know, from, you know, probably like four to five cards um, to make you know, make it their own. Uh, but in general, I think you're going to see kind of a good mixture. Um, and I would like to see, you know, with those players, how many of them are going to be like nervous or, or how many of them are just there just to kind of wing it. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see kind of that mix. Yeah. Round one through three are going to be very interesting. Get out of three, at least two, one. And I think you're okay. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, hopefully three, oh, but right. Hopefully three, oh, I, for sure. You definitely want to keep, keep the win streak going for sure. And then uh, wait, I
1: got a quick one to hit. I think Hound Dog 75 asked where in Jersey is the uh, regional. And that's in Secaucus, Jersey. I'm not sure the um the event
0: venue name but that's the town
1: it's in so. right
0: um and then i know uh pre uh podcast zorodad gx did ask um about just covid regulations um and what they need to do so as far as i know I'm, i might be talking a little bit out of the backside there but you need to have your vax card with your current Vax, the the latest of your vaccines being at least six months um within that six month time frame so the event is this weekend so six months in the past um, so basically at the beginning of the year or in december you needed to have your um your vax done your booster done whatever that might be um, so i would say bring your vax card and- with you um, you do not need to take um you know the the over you know the the at home test or anything or any like Pre-COVID test uh, beforehand to get into it. Vaccination is, um, you know, where it's at right now. That's that's all the requirements as far as like to get into venue. Obviously, you still need to wear a mask. You still need to wash up, um, and you can't wear cloth masks. So you have to have um, one of the the medical grade uh, masks, um, like the the five M's or whatever, um, or or one of those like surgical masks. So uh, make sure not to come with a cloth mask and that's all you have
1: yep um also if you
0: i'm pretty sure though
1: if you have not done your booster shot you might be sol because i think you had to be two weeks
0: you did so i did mine i did mine two weeks ago um just to get into that time frame so i'm actually just clean within like the net last day or so um, so yeah, if you haven't, if you are outside of that month, or the, the six to seven month range and you haven't got your booster yet, um, yeah, like you, like Chuck said, you're, you're probably going to be a little bit of trouble trying to get in there. They might not yeah. uh, allow it. Um, you might, yeah, might have to look
1: in, into those, um, specifics. Cause I don't, I don't remember I'm offhand, but I do know you had to have been boosted two weeks before the event and not six months outside. Uh, away from it right
0: all right Chuck, um, i think that's about it for chat questions there um mm-hmm. unless you have anything else or chat has any last minute questions um i think that's gonna do it for us i will say if you're listening to this
1: and uh you're coming to Indy, feel free to come up and say hi yell my name oh, chant it do whatever you're okay that reminds I, me <laughs> i want to meet as
0: many listeners and people in the community as possible. So, so I second that. I definitely want uh don't don't feel shy to come up to me, fist pump, take pictures, um just hang out, um, you know, talk some pokemon. Um it's been my a goal of mine since we've started within our local community. Um we love to chant Chuck's name, hence we have one of our uh, emotes being chuck chuck chuck. So, it's a dream of mine if we could get this community to start cheering chuck to make sure that the whole venue starts or a good majority if we can get that whole place going chuck 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 that would be a dream country that'd be almost better than winning the thing on my own yes pittsburgh pens chuck 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 so let's end it on that (laughs) well you can chant those ones sitting in the top gut so (laughs) with that I think it's going to do it for us this week thank you guys for hanging out with us and uh, we'll see you guys next week after Indianapolis Regionals is over thanks again for listening to
1: the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast Uh, as always if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like a rating or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is it goes a long way to helping out the pot
0: Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me at Penux one on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWhimsy and Ryan at ry for gaming You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at PitPokeyPod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We will see you all next time. See you later.